Hello everyone, welcome to Man Talk Africa and uh, it's my pleasure to invite as many men that are joining today um, and I think I can confidently say joining this evening from different parts of Africa, essentially West, East, um, Southern and Northern Africa. Welcome to that time of the week where we talk about man things, especially our journey into freedom and then into wholeness. My name is Olumide and I'm your host for today. And um, I hope you have either been listening live to the, the sessions. It's always great to connect live because we get to um, change a bit of the format and allow for what we call check-ins which is a very powerful experience for men where you can actually offload how you feel and on where you are. It has a very um, authenticating experience and it's something that I would encourage um, us men. But even if you can't join live, then you do have the opportunity of um, obviously joining, um, you know, by listening to the podcast. So welcome everyone who is listening to the podcast out there. Uh, Today, as usual, we have a very, I believe, inspirational and life-changing topic to discuss. So, um, welcome to Men's Recovery and Life Group. This is also um, Man Talk Africa. Um, One of the things we love to start off with is this mantra that calls us to really just, um, you know, come as you are and uh, basically confirm how are you feeling today, what's your core emotion and if you're a man that could range from fear to anger joy guilt sadness um that could be excitement and happiness and it would also be nice to ask the question why especially if you are going through emotions that are somewhat negative um what you might call a hurt or a hang-up this is so important because your ability to uh, nip negative emotions on the board is great being real about being able to vocalize how you're feeling is a great way of ensuring that it does not lead to negative habits and really these are the practices that any man who has healthy emotions who um you know is able to walk free from negative emotion negative behavior these are some of the practices that they would uh confess that they embrace they they have to be sincere when they have negative emotions, they also have to be frank about positive emotions because some people who have negative habits um, don't get triggered by negative emotions. It's actually actually positive emotions. That feeling of success and elation sometimes can lead people down the slippery slope of engaging with you know behaviors that they would regard as negative or unhealthy habits. So even in that space, it's good to um, you know, evaluate, I feel joyful, I feel happy, what are the next healthy steps? And just having those conversations, ventilating even around the positive can be uh, very helpful. Um, yeah, so um, great to have you here. And uh, uh, today we have this quote. It talks about how the confession of evil work is the first beginning of good works. And this um, was written by um, someone that might be very popular to the religious space. His name is Augustine. Um, And that's powerful. The confession of evil works is the beginning of good works. 
and I, I don't know if you ever looked at it that way, but I think for me, it's a quote that brings a lot of hope. Because I think for many men, once you're not in the big league of the righteous or those who are doing well, and uh, you know, you feel disqualified, you feel you're not worthy, you feel shame. But to think that even in that place of failure, um, there is a way to qualify, you know, before God and before others who have the same mindset that you are actually beginning your journey into goodness. I think it's 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 a practice that I would want to embrace. It's a practice I would want to um, hold fast to, especially if I find myself struggling with negative habits, um, hot and uh, hang-ups. So I, I think that quote nicely leads us to what we are looking at today. Uh, we are looking at, um, I think, a, a very critical aspect of, of getting free and, and becoming whole. And if you were to, to, to assign a title, then the title is Moral, M-O-R-E-L, which over time you've gotten to understand represents the acronym that hopefully provides um, actionable steps for us to take in our journey to freedom and our journey to wholeness. Um, so we're looking at principle four and it says, Openly examine and confess your faults, my faults, to myself, to God, and to someone I trust. But then how do you begin to walk free of, you know, the negative trends, habits, patterns? This is one of the principles that we need to learn and we, pra we practically practice for the rest of our lives. And is that we are willing to examine our actions and our faults, and acknowledge them to ourselves. We verbalize the fact that, you know, Lumine, I, I think your thoughts are wrong. I think your actions was wrong. And we're not afraid to do that, you know. Um, and, and think of it, you're confessing your fault. So it's not even a confession of actual wrongdoing. It's just confession of slips, confession of when we got so close to the curve. Maybe you didn't get angry, but you felt the emotion bubbling up. Maybe you didn't actually, um, you know, engage in any unhealthy sexual behavior, but you know the thoughts and desires that were in your mind and your heart. Sometimes we ignore these things. We ignore them because we feel we didn't act out, you know. But if you will, if you would occupy yourself with your faults, you probably will find yourself less occupied with transgressions and, and actual actions that are wrong. So we need to focus on the fault lines. You know what a fault line is? You know, you know, it's like you have a, you know, you have a propensity in your bone structure to have an injury. And so you secure that area. And sometimes that is how it is. We need to be very aware of the areas we're weak. Uh, and we all have areas of weakness. And often those areas of weakness are our predispositions based on uh, our experience of socialization. So socialization is of the product of your family, is of the product of your education, uh, you know, your 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 role models as you answer so that's it. So often the families that you come from have particular weaknesses. So uh, the average, for example, Irish family would they would say they are they're really hot tempered, and it's quite true. And so because not only because there is this thing of being angry, but they, they you grow up in an environment where that is norm. And so you pick it up. 
So we all have our predispositions. And I think um, one of the ways you will be able to get into freedom, maintain freedom, and move into wholeness is being very real about your natural propensities are a product of socialization. So you confess your fault, you acknowledge your fault, both those that are your pre predispositions, but also those that um, are fleshed out, those that show up. Because yes, I might have a propensity to angry, that doesn't mean I'm an angry person. But when I do find myself bubbling up with anger and, and you know rage, I need to get real with myself. I need to get real with God. God isn't, God isn't really shocked um, about our failures. Yes, he can be disappointed, but he isn't shocked because he knows our faith. He, he knows that we are not God, and God is the only one that is good, the only one that is perfect. And even for those who have gone through a spiritual experience, you know, if you're in the Christian faith, you've gone through that spiritual experience that is called becoming born again, where your, your connection to the divine God is, is reactivated through your faith in what Christ has done and your willingness to turn from sin. Even with that kind of experience, God doesn't expect you to become God. He doesn't, he doesn't see you as divine, you know, 100% perfect. You know, hopefully we will get to that point um, when we lay down our, you know, carnality, our mortality. Uh, but, you know, God, God is very able, very willing to handle your confessions. And in fact, you know, your confessions to him wins him on your side so that you can go about resolving other confessions and other situations that you need to handle. Because sometimes we find ourselves in faults that require us to resolve to have discussions with other people. And it's always great when you know you have God on your side, not the devil. Yeah. So, and, and how do you get God on your side? By acknowledging your fault, not even your actions that are wrong, but the tendencies and the propensities of your heart, of your mind, of your emotions. By engaging God and, and seeking his mercy and seeking his forgiveness, you have the assurance that he is with you and for you. And he's available to support you as you have to engage with other people. Um, obviously, it's also very helpful, um, like you would know, because many people go through this cycle of, you know, negative habits that they cry to God and they weep and they pray. And they say, you know, I'm real with myself and I'm real with God. But the, the missing link, and you know, there's this beautiful word of wisdom that says a threefold cord is not easily broken. And many times our resolve to, to walk the straight and narrow, leave morally upright, leave above habits, hearts and hang-ups, is often broken because we don't have a threefold cord. And the threefold cord is being real with yourself about your fault and your failings, being real with God and finding someone that you can trust to level up and to engage in times of your trial, of your temptation in times of your fault lines, and even in times of your failure. Um, how do you find someone that you can trust? Obviously, you would have engaged people, and you want to look out for authenticity, people that are themselves not afraid to share of their own seasons of failures, their own seasons of weakness, people who have modeled this act 
you know, either at one point in time or the other of actually sharing their struggles with others. People that are real, people that are realistic. They don't live, you know, in this mystical spiritual land that the feet never touches the ground. The feet never gets dirty and we never struggle. We never face temptation. You know, you want people that are very real about the challenges of life, but also very hopeful and upbeat about the fact that there is always a solution to any problem. These are some of the traits that you can, you know, think through to actually identify someone you can trust. Hopefully, platforms like this should give an opportunity to come in contact with others who are on the same journey and hopefully people that you can trust, people that will keep, um, you know, what you share in confidence, but people that will be frank and be willing to, uh, to, to you know, share the light they have about what steps you want to take, about your faults, and about whatever failings that you might be experiencing. Uh, there is a beautiful word of wisdom. I call it that way because I recognize that a lot of people are joining these sessions and listening to this podcast who are not necessarily um, religious on one hand. And even for those that are religious, you may have affinity to um, different faiths. And so I want to make sure that, you know, my use of, of a specific religious terminology does not absolve you or deny you of the privilege of engaging with the reality of the truth therein. I believe that as you continue to engage, you will see the substance and the value of digging deep into the area of faith and not just faith generally, but faith as is presented in this podcast faith uh or which represents your ability to connect to a higher power and that higher power being the person of of jesus christ and you know i would always gladly share with you uh, my reasons of putting faith in christ because he is alive there is a reality of his presence that comes to us especially as we open our hearts to him and are willing to allow him to confront with the fault lines and the failings of our lives and obviously his pedigree you know, why do we believe in Jesus? Because of his supernatural birth, because of his supernatural death, his supernatural resurrection, his sinless life, and the amazing power that he demonstrated. Also, his testimony about himself as being the way, the truth, and life is things that are incomparable and unmatched by any of the other, you know, uh, personalities that have, you know, ventured through, um, you know, the religious landscape, you know, both now and ever. So, that's the reason why we hold that as our foundation. And so even when I do not call out, say, uh, the specific religious sex, that is the underlying basis. So, for example, there is this beautiful uh, word of wisdom in the scriptures that say, happy are the pure in heart. And I think I want to give you hope that are listening. The person that is pure in heart is, is essentially um, at the basic level, you know, someone who was impure who got clean. You know, so I'm just encouraging, don't disqualify yourself because at the very basic level, the person that God sees as prayer heart, the person that can function for a place of purity heart, at the very basic level is someone who was once impure but has taken advantage of mercy and cleansing and that qualifies that individual to be pure. I said basic because there are levels higher than just being cleansed. There are levels where we actually, we take a stand and we're able to reject and repel, you know, influences, negative influences, seeking to smear our emotions, smear our thoughts, and obviously smear our behavior. So, um, welcome. So, if you're there, you feel impure, you feel that you're not qualified, 
you know, to be categorized about being the pure. And so you deny yourself of the right of happiness, of love, of joy. You deny yourself of the ability of, 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 the, of the right to, to live free. So you think, well, I, I'm definitely a slave to my emotion, negative emotion. I, I probably will never break free from negative habits. No, you can't. Because I know one of the greatest uh, sources of happiness is being free. And I'm saying you're not disqualified. If you are willing to acknowledge the impurity in your heart in detail before God uh, and agree with it in your heart and be willing to also seek someone who you can engage with, someone trusted, who you can share the, the challenges, the strong challenges especially. I think other people are very helpful when you notice a pattern of, you know, of bondage, so to say where you have engaged with your own self, you've engaged with God, and you haven't been able to break free of cycles of negative hurts, negative emotions, hatred, anger, bitterness, you know, and, and there are all kinds of addictions and obsessions. When you've engaged the first two chords and that has not brought resolution, then you really need to think strongly about finding and find someone that you can trust and someone you can engage with to help you walk free. Obviously, the truth is that um, there is also this other word of wisdom. Let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. So, yes, you know, we, we will never be able to return. We will never be able to get into our best version. We will never be able to recapture divine design until we are willing to live an examined life. And we're willing to examine our ways, you know. We're willing to ask the five whys, not just oh, I messed up, I, I, I blew my top, I got angry. But why did you get angry? Why did you blow your top? And you're willing to dig deep. And then you begin to uncover patterns, triggers, um, and, 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 you know, just, just the way certain things, you know, for some people, their trigger is just too much Facebook, too much television. And they can tell you the days they went beyond setting boundaries of what was, you know, reasonable, engagement with social media, they began to struggle, you know, with that sense of shame or that sense of dissatisfaction and that triggered something else. So you need to be able to sit down uh, and really look at your life and take an account of, you know, uh, these habits, these hurts and this hang up. What are the five whys? What are the answers to the five whys before the actual failings and failures? We must be willing to um, walk that road to identify our ways. And when we identify our ways, we can open up our ways to wisdom. We can open up our ways to deliverance. We can open our, up our ways to, you know, repatterning and restructuring the way uh, we live. I would really want to, once again, strongly encourage you to really consider finding someone you can trust, especially when you have observed patterns of obsession, compulsions, and, you know, addictions that have defied, you know, your own personal efforts in getting real or, you know, um, you know, engaging God or spiritual exercise or reading books and nothing has worked. Then you definitely want to take the advantage of another person, flesh, blood and bones, who you can trust and who you can share your struggles with. Once again, I, I am really hoping that this um, this network, this platform provides for us um, that opportunity to get real. And um, I would encourage you to reach out to me 
on men's life 2021 at gmail.com and hopefully we can have a conversation and that could provide an avenue for us to build relationship whereby you might be able to connect with me or someone else who can serve as your sponsor somebody that you use as a bouncer but remember the email is men's life 2021 so it's men with an s men's life l-i-f-e and then numeral 2021 all together men's life 2021 at gmail.com feel free to pop a mail and that might just be the beginning of a conversation that might provide you and even myself um, someone who we can share our deepest struggles with so we can't deny the fact that we do need to take inventory um, and we are just at that stage that if we are going to really break into freedom if we are going to consolidate freedom, if we're going to press into wholeness, then we must begin to take this sort of activity seriously. Um, like we started off, the acronym is MORAL, and the MORAL is first M, which says set aside a special time to begin your inventory. Schedule an appointment with yourself. Set aside a day or a weekend to get alone with, with God and with yourself. Clear your mind. Um, of the present hassles of daily life. There's a saying, then listen to me, keep silence, and I will teach you wisdom. Yes, you do need to, um, you know, make time. And the beautiful thing is that there are lots of resources, uh, depending on the areas you struggle, there are lots of resources that already have defined questions that you can take advantage of to actually walk through an inventory of your life. Some of them require you, 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 you know, go as far back as childhood. And trust me, it's all good. It might be painstaking. It might take some time. But your ability to uncover some of the hidden hurts, the hidden experiences of your life, of abuse, of neglect, that you will never believe, but it's true, are the triggers to the, the challenges you face with your emotions, with your psyche, with your behavior today. So there are lots of tools out there. Pop a mail to me and I'll be willing to link you up with the appropriate tool. Otherwise, you know, do, um, you know, search online and be willing to evaluate what you find to actually determine those that are truly sound and balanced that can be, that can be helpful to you as you actually make time to do these sort of inventory. It's also very important that you are all open. So open your heart and your mind to allow the feelings that the pain of your past have blocked or caused you to deny. Try to wake up your feelings. Ask yourself, why do I feel guilty? What do I feel guilty about? What do I resent? What do I fear? Am I trapped in self-pity, alibis, and dishonest thinking? One of the ways that we men are so... Uh, unhealthy is that we try to shut down emotions but the problem is that in your bid to shut down negative emotions such as guilt and shame you also shut down positive emotions no wonder there's so many women crying out for men who have authentic joy who can laugh both at themselves and others who have the reality of peace and many man, men lack those positive emotions because they have also shut down about, you know, we, we come up with all kinds of interesting theological and psychological arguments to keep ourselves, for example, from being guilty. And so we, we are involved in negative things, but we tell ourselves there is nothing like anything wrong. I cannot feel guilty. I cannot feel shame. But these are emotions that 
you know, you are designed with and they're all part of good. You know, it's like not being able to feel pain. What would that do? If you were to touch a hot pot and you did not have capacity to feel pain, you will be unable to protect yourself because your lack of feeling pain does not mean that the heat or the fire you're exposed to will not destroy your nerve endings. So we shut down negative emotions, but when we are willing to do this sort of inventory, we must be willing to look at the, these experiences and feel the pain, and feel the pain of being victimized, of being abused, of being an abuser, of being someone who has done wrong. So we open ourselves to the reality of our emotions, and we look objectively at these experiences of our lives from a higher standard, the standard of truth, the standard of righteousness. And if you're a Christian, we use the scriptures as a basis of really evaluating our past actions openly. Thirdly, we rely. And um, yes, uh, we're going to rely on our higher power. We're going to rely on Jesus because he is our higher power. We would intentionally lean into Christ, knowing he's alive, knowing he has prayers, asking for the help of the Spirit of Christ to help you walk through painful history, painful experiences, to give you the courage and the strength that exercises like these require and he is there he is there he's you know your prayers um, give him permission because we live in a very legal um, realm and you know as much as god loves us jesus loves us he does need permission especially for our own unique individual spaces and experiences to come in and to help us there are things that he does sovereignly because they are not you know limited to what i like or what you like there are things that relate to the plan of the whole world globally and he often will get involved in that without permission, you know. But even that often needs a group of people to give him permission to do what he should be able to do. But in your heart, in your own life, you can give God permission through prayer by asking him to give you courage and give you the confidence to be real as you, you know, engage um, with, you know, sometimes very difficult and painful experiences of your past where you have either wronged others, wronged yourself, or been wronged as well. So we rely on him for courage. We rely on him for strength. We also analyze. We analyze our past honestly. We do a search and fearless moral inventory. We must step out of denial. You know, stop calling black white. We must be willing to call sin for what is call habits for what they are, call addictions for what they are, call obsessions and compulsions for what they are, call wrong what it is. You know, if you have eyes that are constantly checking out women and looking for certain sights and sounds, then call it for what it is. I have a lustful eyes. If you always have hard, sarcastic words, don't just call it comedy. Call it anger. Give it the right name. If you have animosity towards or call it what it is, it's hatred at, the, at, at worst or bitterness at least. You know, so be willing to analyze objectively and honestly. Um, awaken your conscience. Invite uh, the Spirit of God to awaken your conscience to things you have buried. And the thing is, is, as long as you have some of those things buried, they remain a stumbling block in your journey to freedom. And that's why often people do everything right. You know, they, they, they focus on their present and they get everything right. 
They, they, they seem to connect with the right relationship. They're saying the right things. They're doing the right things. They're clearing their, their lives of unhealthy things that form a trigger. But often they have a lot of buried things that are still operating in their emotions, in their psyche, in their mind. And they can't understand why is it that in my present, I'm, you know, I'm doing everything right. Think of the guy that struggles with pornography and they say, you know, I've gotten rid of everything pornographic around me. In fact, I don't want television anymore. Why is it that I'm still going out of, you know, my comfort zone to expose myself to pornography? Because you need to look into your past acknowledge the wrong things you've done, but also acknowledge the ways you have been damaged that have given you a bent for pornography. So you need to look at your past, uncover the issues of your past, and that way, dealing with the past, being supported by the right actions, the right arrangements in the present would usher you into glorious freedom. So we must be willing to analyze um, these experiences honestly and objectively. You must also be willing to list out both good and bad. Uh, keep your inventory balanced. If you just look at the bad things of your past, you will distort your inventory and open yourself to unnecessary pain. You know, I am sure that as we look at our past, we would we would rediscover love because we would see how how much love we have experienced at different intervals, how much you know um, joy we have experienced at different intervals, and that should give us hope. That, you know, if we have experienced, you know, some level of success, some level of health and sanity in the past, we can replay them. Everyone has experiences where we have walked away from, you know, negative habits. I, I've had one. I've had, I have had workouts or negative habits that shocked me, but they also provide great strength to me that, you know, with the right mindset, I could replay you know, that healthy life that I have experienced, be it temporarily, be it short-term in my past, I can replace in my future. So be willing to list out both the negatives and the positive, both from the perspective of where you have failed, but where you have also been failed. Being willing to allow the Spirit of God to breathe healing, forgiveness, mercy, and deliverance on all of that. All right. So. Uh, interesting times. As you compile your inventory, you will find you have done some harmful things to yourself and others. No one's inventory is flawless. We have all missed the mark in some area of our lives. In recovery, we are not to dwell on the past, but we need to understand it so we can begin to allow God to change us. Jesus told us, my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. And that's what we are looking at. We're not we're not looking at the past to stay there. We're looking at the past to to mourn, to bury it, you know, buy a coffin, resolve whatever issues you need to resolve, and then to move on and to live in the reality of the present. All right. So I want to invite you to pray with me and um, I want to invite you to engage the Spirit of God. Um, because there is so much love from the Spirit of God. There, you know, we need to ask God to help us. And you could pray right now. Pray that, you know, you will be sincere about examining your life. You will be, you will be keen on finding people you can trust. A lot of us just deceive ourselves, and we we do that to protect ourselves. So we um, change the terminology and tags of all kinds of things that actually are harming us and, and doing us great injustice. 
but we need to ask for for help to to, to push away self denial you know deception and to get real about the way we have been living and to call wrong wrong and right right we need to also um you know we pray that we will we will get to understand how much god loves us and how he's waiting for us he's not he's not shocked about our failings um i mean without the help of the higher power we live a low life and a low life can go as low as it can based on you know the bit of life you have been handed over to your socialization your exposure in life and so we do need a higher power to bring us out of merry places and we need to understand that he doesn't do it grudgingly or with a frown or with anger he's been waiting he does it in love he understands that all of mankind is in a mess and he has a solution and so you need to come to him knowing he loves you um, knowing that he's willing to help you once and again and again. I think it's worth asking, you know, for help in finding people that we can trust. It's also asking for courage to step out of our caves and our, our isolation pods and being willing to reach out and really beginning to engage with people who can be of immense, immense help. Obviously, we have looked at the model and we need to you know, pray that, you know, we will walk these things out. We will find time. We will be open. We would, um, we will take advantage of the mercy and the love of God. Uh, we will be willing to be objective and we'll be willing to come up with lists, some of which we would burn and bury away and some of which, which we would have to take actions to resolve, especially where it requires us to own up to certain wrongdoings or, um, you know, apologize to people. Um, acknowledge things we have done um, and you know we need to be just open sometimes the issues doing us are not even issues relating to what we are struggling with right now you know you may struggle with anger but some of the things you would uncover are not anger issues they're issues related to being dishonest or you know um, you know just being hypocritical or whatnot we need to be open to whatever it is that the spirit of God reveals to us as we uh, seek to press into freedom, as we seek to fortify ourselves in freedom, and as we seek to press into um, wholeness. So can I pray over us at this point? Dear God, you know our past, all the good and the bad things we have done. In this step, we ask that you will give us the strength and the courage to list out those things that we can come clean and face them and face the truth. Please help us to reach out to others you have placed along our road of recovery to take advantage of their prayers, their counsel, their support, their presence, and their help. Thank you for providing them to help us keep balance as we do our inventory. In Christ's name, I pray. Thank you so much for joining today's session of the men's recovery and life group we call this men talk africa my name is olumide i've been your host today um, as usual it's great for those who have joined live but even better still this will be distributed as a podcast far and wide um, feel free to engage with us on the podcast platform um, and remember you can obviously reach out to us if you need uh, resources like i mentioned for the inventory um, or you want to seek out for some kind of relationship 
that will provide a safe place for you to begin to transact around the issues of your past or present. Remember, you can reach out to me on menslife2021 at gmail.com. Remember, those words are all together. Men's with an S, life, L-I-F-E, 2021 numeral at gmail.com. Reach out to me. My name is Olumi Delby. More than happy to engage with you, to support you, to help you or connect you with anyone that I feel could be um, of uh, better help. Uh, Some questions you might want to think about as you make progress on the journey. Where would you go for quiet time to begin your inventory? What are your fears as you begin your inventory and why? How do you attempt to turn over your will to to, to, to God's care on a daily basis. List of things you have used to block the pain of your past. What have you done to step out of your denial? Do you have an accountability partner to help you keep your inventory balanced? I will be help. I'll be very happy to engage you around some of these questions and to have frank conversations around them because the answers to them can be very helpful. So it's been great having you on this call, on this podcast today. Once again, my name is Olumide. And, you know, till next time, uh, by all means, please keep on living life by design. I want to maybe, before I wrap up, apologize that we try to have at least one or two of these sessions and podcasts each month. We hope to make it even more consistent where we can get to a point where we're doing podcasts every every week but until that time keep watching out for the notifications on facebook on whatsapp and when you see them please by all means um you know let's connect and if for any reason you uh, don't see the notification but you're really looking out for the next podcast please send me a mail send me a whatsapp message that's a way of encouraging us to plan to have it even more consistently all right thank you very much enjoy your evening wherever you're in africa or beyond and a great weekend ahead. Okay, bye.